This episode of the Midwest Game Nerds Podcast is brought to you by the Midwest Film Nerds Podcast. If you're in the market for funny banter and great discussion revolving around the latest theatrical releases, check out the Midwest Film Nerds Podcast on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or right at MidwestFilmNerds.com. Welcome to the Midwest Game Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, John, and here with me today is Brian. Hey. And Alex. Hello. While you're listening along, don't forget to do all your Amazon shopping via Amazon.MidwestPodcastNetwork.com. A small portion of the money you spend makes its way into our hands of the network and will help us to continue to bring you content that you enjoy. The Midwest Podcast Network apparel is now available. You can purchase Game Nerds and Film Nerds apparel via the support store on our website, www.MidwestGameNerds.com. If you don't like any of the clothes but you want to show support, there's also a donation button where you can donate and we'll talk about how awesome you are. Uh, as always, if you like what you hear, even if you don't, please do send us feedback via email at MidwestGameNerds at gmail.com or via Twitter at MGN Podcast. And don't forget to add us on Instagram at MidwestGameNerds. Uh, we don't really have much going on at the moment um, in terms of game reviews, so to speak, but there are some things coming up like Gears of War is coming out this week. The PlayStation VR is coming out this week. So we're going to talk about P- PSVR today uh, and some a little, a couple little bits of other VR game news. Uh, but before we jump into that, Alex had something he wanted to talk about. So Yeah. So the latest show from the Midwest Podcast Network called Westworld FM is now in full swing. It's based off of, it's a recap show about HBO's television show Westworld, which is based on a movie written and directed by Michael Crichton in 1973. Called Westworld. Yes. But uh, it might not be 73. It might be later than that. Um, But no, the show is awesome. And I think anybody who likes video games would love Westworld because it's essentially like a Western MMO that you get to act out in real life. Uh, and it, the, the show reminds me a lot of like Red Dead and Grand Theft Auto. And like the actors in the show have even talked about it in that respect. And interviews with uh, Jonathan Nolan and Lisa Joy, who are the executive producers, have kind of shown them talking about the show in a vocabulary very familiar to people who play video games and MMOs, too. So How awesome would a... A Western MMO be that would be that would be, okay. be, be pretty cool I like cops and cool. robbers style. Well, that's, you know? yeah. they, they just need Red Dead Two to come out with Red Dead Three, with I guess. more robust multiplayer with the online, yeah. like GTA. Yeah, no, just take really GTA awesome. Online and bring it into. And, well, I mean, and, and GTA Online is basically based on the free roam from Red Dead. Yeah, which was based on the free roam from Grand Theft Auto Four. I don't know, Grand Theft Auto 4, I don't think, had a free roam. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it did. <laughs> they had free roam online. It was, it was online. Like, no, it was. <laughs> did you play it on the Amiga? Yeah, actually. <laughs> that, that would be an issue. No, I never I never played Amiga games. I only played <laughs> Commodore 64. Well, anyway, Westworld is a really awesome show, and uh, the first two episodes are out, and uh, hopefully the day that this Game Nerds episode releases, we will have our second recap episode out. Uh, it's Nick and I talking about Westworld, and it's a really awesome show. Sweet. And there's a lot to chew on. So please check out Westworld FM on Stitcher, iTunes, all that good stuff. Westworld.fm is the link to the show. Thank you for yawning into the microphone as I speak, Brian. And uh, yeah, that's all I really wanted to say. It was a say. really big gasp. <laughs> it was just gasping at how amazing it is. <gasps> I'm just, I'm really intrigued by Westworld. And uh-huh. this, this super, recap super show intrigued. sounds amazing. Yep. Amazing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Anyways. Um, so, uh, Brian, have you played anything else lately or no? Not so much. Anything else other than what? Destiny and Forza Horizons. No, that's it. No. Alex, what about you? You played some Forza. What so do you, I've now played some it? Forza Horizon. I've been playing it on PC. Uh, I'm really sad that Microsoft has done almost absolutely nothing to optimize it for PC. Uh, because my computer is very capable and I should be able to play it on Macs, but I can't. And that's what a lot of people are saying. People with even more crazy computers than mine are still not able to get great performance out of the game. Damn. But all that being said, uh, the game is fun. It kind of scratches the Burnout Paradise itch that I've got because I really enjoyed Burnout Paradise. Um, But I think this game might... Stray a little too sim for me and less arcadey. Right. Uh, but maybe it might just be that I haven't found cars that I really like yet. 
because I really need cars that handle. I, I guarantee you, there are cars you'll really yeah, like because I'm, there's I'm hundreds sure. of them. I'm sure, but I, I like cars that handle like cars don't handle in the real world. So I don't know if there's any of those. Probably not. Um, but uh, in what way? In that they uh, work. Like basically, I want to drive the the tank from Batman Arkham uh, Arkham Knight. <laughs> And do races that not really, but I just want to be able to handle really, really well, which is basically impossible at 200 miles an hour. Um, um, no, some of those cars do. So I still need to find find uh, some fancier cars, but uh, I've been enjoying it. I like the different events that you can do. There's PR stunts that are like jumping off of uh, big uh, ramps that you can get sweet sweet air on, and that's really cool. There's little. Uh, speed traps where you need to get above a certain mile per hour at the mm-hmm. at the speed camera and that wins you fans and stuff and that's kind of fun although it's really frustrating because i'm like man i've got cars that can reach these speeds but they just happen to like populate the world in a way that you need to dodge like rush hour traffic to get through the speed camera like i will say it's I mean, it's cool that they were able to add more traffic, but it's also very frustrating. Yeah. I mean, I'll be, like, about to hit the perfect speed to hit one of those speed traps, and bam! Yeah, and there's, like, somebody just, like, stopped in the speed trap. They're, like, afraid to go more than a mile an hour. I will say I cannot get used to driving on the left side of the road either. They don't want to get a ticket. (laughs) I mean that's fine if they don't want to get a ticket, but I don't. That like they should just figure out a way to like depopulate the world a little around those. Like if you, you have should, that selected you be able or to something, scale it yourself as a player. Like if you want more of a challenge, you can have increase you the population. Have or you if, you want, the, uh, if you want like a work time commute simulator, you should be able to put it at the other end. It's just bump, it's, it's called bumper, bumper to bumper, bumper mode. Yeah. <laughs> you have to roll over the cars. <laughs> that's what GTA is like. What were you saying? Um, anyways. Uh, have you messed with the blueprint thing at all? No. What's that? You can change variables for a race. Real, okay. And you can actually turn traffic off, I okay. believe. No, and that's cool. Things. The traffic hasn't bothered me so far in races or anything like that. Um, but it's just with those speed camera things that I'm trying yeah. to hit. The, that's the just blueprint been... thing's new, and it's a really cool addition. You can also make your own bucket list challenges. That's cool. Yeah. Very cool. So... No, I mean I'm enjoying it. Uh, it's it's not quite what I wanted out of like a burnout game, but it's not a burnout game, and that's okay. And as like it being my first Forza game, uh, I've been I've been having a pretty good time with it. Cool. Uh, even though I wish it performed a little bit better, but hopefully there's patches coming. If Quantum Break is any indication, then they're just gonna like release it on Steam and forget about this one. Um, but hopefully that's not the case, especially with Gears coming out. Um, although I haven't. I think I've heard people playing Gears on PC, and I don't think they're having any of these kinds of issues. I think it's um, it was the same as uh, with Forza. If you pre-ordered the Ultimate Edition, you could start playing on Friday. Yeah, and that, that's kind of the thing that, been, that they've been doing, which is kind of crazy. I don't want to pay $80 to play the game three days early. Just release the game well, earlier. Some people do. I was fine playing or paying that much money for Forza because it included all the stuff I was going to end up buying anyways. Yeah. So I figured I'd just get it out of the way and get to play early. I'm kind of conflicted with Gears because I still, I've, I haven't really, I've played a few minutes of Gears in my life and I would like to play the new one. However, I also know that I have PlayStation VR coming at the end of the week, so it's kind of hard for me to be like, let me drop 60 bucks on Gears and then forget about it right after PlayStation VR comes out. Well, and I've only ever played the first Gears. I played it all the way through. It's one of the only games I've ever beaten. I think it would be really <laughs> fun if the three of us all bought it and played the, online, the, the, did the, the, the online co-op campaign. Yeah. Well, plus the Horde mode is... The most fun I've ever can had. You, co-op can you play playing with us? any game? I can play with you even on PC. See, that's really cool. Which is sweet. And I'd like to test that out. I think that point. would be great. The, pro- the problem is that I play all my video games between the hours of ten and one in the morning, ten p.m. and one in the morning every night. So I don't. I mean, you guys get up early to go to work. I well, I I'm usually good. I from usually like stay 10 up to till midnight. Yeah, yeah I usually I stay up be. till midnight. You stay up till midnight. So I mean, that's hard. It's hard. I want to buy Gears, but I also know that 
when PSVR comes out, I'm just going to play Super Hypercube for the rest of my life. So, so you'll, okay, well, I guess this is our last episode then? Uh, no, I'm just going <laughs> to talk about Super Hypercube like Every you guys talk about The Destiny. next episode, he's going to be wearing the headset yeah. while talking. <laughs> I'm just going to sit here with the control. <laughs> <laughs> while playing. You're gonna I'm be currently like, playing Super Hypercube. And, uh, I'm really, oh, oh, that uh, one was close. When you're dipping your head back and forth, you know, it might be difficult to talk into the microphone, yeah, probably. Right. Whatever. Unless you just use the microphone in the headset. Isn't there one? Yeah, there is. Yeah, but, but that, I'm not sure if you could patch that into the... It wouldn't work Why not? that way, really. Yeah. Next next episode, all VR, done in VR. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to record an episode in VR. No, I don't know. But, uh, so, yeah, we can talk, we can talk about Gears... Did, I, I did figure, you pre-order it, Brian? I didn't. Okay, but I'm just so going to pick it up. I, I do figure uh, that the, the next episode is going to be PSVR and Gears. Like okay. I think that's pretty much where it's going to be. Even if it's just Brian talking about Gears and we talk about PSVR, like I don't. Whatever. Yeah, thanks, guys. I but, I do want to pick up Gears. I I want to. But we I, need five people for Horde mode. The investment I'm making for the PSVR is literally breaking the bank right now yeah. because yeah. I don't have like I'm literally I've spent all of my drum lesson money that I've saved up is going towards <laughs> the PSVR. <laughs> well, so. yeah. So I mean, well, I don't even have one. I'm not going to for well, I don't can, know how long. You can come play with mine. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. It's it's expensive, as we'll talk about. Yeah, oh, I want to go into it real quick because I've been playing Destiny again. Still. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, what I want to talk about is I want to talk about PvP because that's something I don't ever really talk about, and I've been really getting into PvP lately. Yeah. And I've noticed, uh, especially with this latest round of Iron Banner, which is the first we this it's ending this Tuesday is Iron Banner is like the first round of Iron Banner since Rise of Iron came out has happened. It's pretty cool. I like supremacy mode a lot. It's one of my favorite PvP modes. I like skirmish and I like elimination. Those are great. The shotgun fests that take place in these, it makes me not want to play mm-hmm. at all because it's, there's there's no skill. There's no it literally your skill is like how quickly can you slide into a room and pull the trigger? Like you don't even have to aim, you just slide how, forward and how pull high the can trigger. you jump above someone's head and mm-hmm. pull the trigger? Mm-hmm. How how much can you float above someone because like the camera doesn't like you can't you as the player being attacked from above can't tilt the camera up high enough to see where this person is that's killing you because they're just hovering over you. Mm-hmm. It and with a shotgun. Like and it's just come on. It's, like, it's pretty bad. It's it's brutal. Like it's it makes it totally as someone who like was beginning to enjoy Crucible, I don't want to play it anymore because yeah. I'm over the shotgun fest. I'll play skirmish and elimination like all day and night. And I don't even mind playing Trials of Osiris, which we did actually. We've played more Trials of Osiris in the past three weeks than we played in the past two years. Yeah. And I I enjoy it even when we lose. Like I don't care. It's like the adrenaline rush and the amount of skill involved in those game modes. Awesome. I love it. But everything else, like Rumble and like what, what is uh, control. Capture, control, control, yeah. and what's the other not Rumble? The other not Rumble, hmm. the, salvage, not salvage. Salvage is okay. Of, uh, the there's the six v six team deathmatch or whatever, and then there's Rumble, which is like six players know, total, whatever. whatever. Clash. Anyway, clash, clash, yeah. No thanks. Like it's just not fun. Uh, yeah, so. I mean, uh, I I feel like Destiny's on a bit of a sign curve where they're just about to pull up on that shotgun nerf again. So, it, like, they obviously they got to do something to rebalance that PvP. I don't know if it's going to be a shotgun nerf or what it's going to be. They, just, they should just have a mode where you can't use the shotgun. But then, <laughs> like, <laughs> or but, it would like have uh, what do, what do they call them the. The modifiers have modifiers randomly placed in matches where you can only use sidearms or you can only use primaries. Like, yeah, I'm actually like, I'm I, shocked like that, that they added the private match function, but didn't allow you to limit what weapons. I just feel like that's a total programming maybe that's nightmare. Yeah, maybe. Like, it would be so difficult because you're would walking. Be awesome, in, though. It's not like you're assigning your loadout every time you walk into one of these games. You just have your loadout when you go to do PvP. So that sounds like it would just just destroy that, and hopefully it's something that it sounds well, like no, they're I mean, going to account for. In but Destiny that's the thing: make it make make a round that's like primaries only, so there's no secondary and no heavy, and then make so a round it just completely like negates, you can't even you select can't even it. use them, right? Or make a round that's 
secondaries only. So everyone has to use a shotgun. And then like I like have those modifiers just randomly placed. Like that would be cool. Throw in burns too for for fuck's sake. Like who cares? Like I, I guess it, maybe it would be easier for them Golden to guns. insert an option that allows you to select. Like they but they'd still have to program it in a way that allows you to select your loadout before you enter the match. Yeah. Yeah, you can still do that, but that's I'm not saying it Yeah, okay. So if you want to play PvP, you've got to have a shotgun, a fusion rifle, and a sniper rifle in your secondaries, and then it automatically will equip whichever one is necessary to play the round. That's a lot. That's a programming nightmare. Right, like I'm you sure. Just said. <laughs> so, so it's, it's, it it's, sounds easy in my head. Well, but, yeah. just make it happen, Bungie. <laughs> no, we're. I, I feel like we're not going to see anything come from Bungie for a long time. Until well, there's a little Destiny bit. There's a little bit out. of Destiny news, and that people are learning. Uh, it, it's been. Like some dude saw it in a presentation over the shoulder of somebody on a plane, and then it kind of got reconfirmed by other people. But it sounds like Destiny Two might be headed to PC. It is headed. It's been confirmed. Well, I don't know that Bungie has said anything, but sources have said things. Yeah, uh, and also John just confirmed it. I just it's now. confirmed by John. Uh, it and must also, be true. there is uh, so you're nothing's going to carry over. You're going to maybe get like an armor set or something. This is all speculation. It's, I'm saying this is all rumor, but as I, of right I feel now, like they're going to have to do that in order to fix some of the exactly. more serious mistakes. That's, that's the they thing made. is that you are not going to be able to go back to Destiny One locations at all because they're going to completely revamp how the game or they have completely revamped how the game works. Yeah, and the heard. the big backlash is it people want to be able to maintain the awards and things that they've worked really hard for, like mostly some shaders and some of the different uh, banners and things like that. Which is going to be the easy stuff to bring over, right. I think. But um, The real question is, will you be able to do everything challenging with Gallarhorn? Like, will you be able to beat everything that way? I'm that's what everyone wants to know, is if you can kill everything with Gallarhorn. Well, that way Alex will play again. Right. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I've already... Yeah. What, what interests me about some of that Destiny 2 news is how they want to make it more of like an open world experience as opposed to having to hit loading screens all the time. Yeah. And like, you know, I would actually like to be able to fly my ship. You know what? They should be courting Hello Games right now because I bet that uh, they'd love to just sell everything that they have of No Man's Sky off. Yeah, at the they moment. should just merge that. Into- they just need to take that and put it into Destiny and then they can make the plan. Just they don't even have to have a whole galaxy out there. Just think if they just had to make one solar system and you be able to visit all of those planets and there'd be towns and outposts on them yeah but see and i was i was thinking about it more of like trying to combine the world of warcraft sense into destiny and it'd be cool like if you could start a new game as like a cabal or a fallen and like play as an enemy type as well Mm -hmm. like have those options available to players and then have like big huge pvp like open world areas where there's a legitimate war going on just like the raids were in yeah World of Warcraft between the that, different that, factions. They'd be like, very Dark Zone-ish from... Uh, yeah. Well, the, division the Dark too. Zone's the best part about the yeah, Division. No, and that, so it's something it's to learn the, from. That would be it's cool. the best and worst, yeah. But that's yeah. like that's the sort of thing... Like I think they're, they're trying... They want to drastically change the game for the better, and, yeah. and this is going to be their opportunity to do that. And, and I think it's going to be good, especially if they have to really leave behind last gen. Yeah. Well, so, that's. I think there were. Well, they already have quotes yeah. from Luke Smith or something like that along the lines of, um, you know, the Taken King fixed the smaller issues, and now Destiny Two needs to fix the bigger issues. Right. And we we, we talked about those stories about how if they were going to edit a map, it was going they'd have to open up the file overnight or something like that, and it Jeez. would take forever to save and all that kinds of stuff. So, I think that's the type of work that, like, basically disconnecting destiny one from destiny two is going to allow them to make those changes but we've already talked about destiny too much on this episode as much as i don't want to leave behind all my stuff like getting a fresh start would be fine with me as long as they keep the the core like Mechanic. mechanics yeah. of shooting and stuff. oh and i think they would because that's the best part about the game if they've if they mess with the feel at all, it's like, I don't even know. I, I don't think it. so much it would be the feel, but the idea that I was getting is, uh, you know, when you're on a plant, like if you go to the moon, there would be a town area where you would be able to pick up and drop your bounties and stuff like that. So that you wouldn't have to pop out of the world to get back yeah. to the travel and do all that like that. That That's alone super irritating. Is, that alone would not only just eliminate some load times for you because you wouldn't have to go jump out and go back to to the uh, I don't even remember what it's called. The tower. It's like I've gotten my soul back, but 
Uh, <laughs> so the idea that you would just be able to turn in your bounties and stuff well, you can, on the you planet. You can turn all your bounties in now from the menu. You yeah. Have to, for certain That was quests, one of the things they did. You have to go back to the, the, to the tower and like talk to whoever gave you the quest to like turn yeah. that in. But the bounties themselves, you can all turn in like from the menu. It gives you all the experience and whatever kind of like and added rewards. drop or whatever. Okay. Like right then and there. So, so, but do you still have to go to the postmaster for anything if you get like physical items or stuff from uh, quests? No. If you if don't you, pick things if up. If you get physical items from quests, they just go right to your inventory unless your inventory is full. Then, then it, it goes, goes to the, the postmaster. postmaster. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Well, anyway. No, like you said, the Taken King but fixed can, a lot of these little issues. Can you it? pick up bounties from the menu? No. No. That, that so would, that would that, it would fix and that issue. And that's one of those things that doesn't really make sense if you think about it because you've got a, you've got your ghost, which connects you to all of the Vanguard and the whole tower. Like, why can't you just be like, yo, ghost, hit me up with some new yeah, bounties, bro? You can and fly then, to another planet and talk to somebody on the tower. You should be able to pick up a damn bounty. <laughs> right, you like, should be yo, able to, ghost. Yeah. Ayo, <laughs> a- 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 ghost, dog. <laughs> Throw me some new bounties, dog. It's like a webcomic you need to make. <laughs> a- A-O Yo, ghost. Ghost. A-O ghost. Yeah. Anyway. It's just, it's just the, it's your guardian asking him like Google now questions. Like, okay, Google, like, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, much? ghost, how many more fallen I got to kill to get this bounty? Hey, yo, ghost. I'm picturing the ghost. How many milligrams of sugar in a Red Bull? <laughs> you should know that because this game was sponsored by Red Bull at some point. Oh boy! Now that Rick has stopped listening, <laughs> enough destiny. Yeah. <laughs> Moving along. What do you want to talk about first? So okay, I wanted to go through and go through some other news. Go through, already, yeah. Go through some other he news. To, he's gonna ghost it. Uh, so uh, Oculus Connect Three happened this past week, which was it's their uh, conference that they hold as like a develop well developers it's a, conference. It was a Donald Trump rally, right? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Palmer Lucky was there. No, he wasn't actually. Bitch. He chose not to go. But um, so. Uh, it looks like they're adding like a PlayStation Home or Second Life type thing to Oculus, so you'll be able to make an avatar and go and converse with other people that awesome. have Oculus, which is it's a good idea. It's something you know like that. Uh, a lot of uh, the fun that I think that the Giant Bomb guys have run into when playing VR is a lot of the weird experiences you get of just screwing around in a space with other people that are there. Right. So I think that is a, lo- a good way to go there. Not to mention it'd be like an interesting way to let people across the world converse with each other. Like they were talking, I forget who was talking about it, but there was some kind of, this is on the player one podcast. There was some game that was basically like, it's a gear VR thing where you're kind of talking around a campfire or something like that. But there was some dude like it, you. It just it's basically filling with randos right now because not everybody has right. VR. And he would get into that situation, and this one dude was talking about like all the chicks he was banging and all this stuff. <laughs> and he re- like he was like, "What's wrong? I, like, do you, I guess we don't have to talk about this anymore." He could tell because everybody else was just staying still and not really doing anything because he, they didn't engage in his conversation so the idea that you're going to have the social space in vr is interesting and and, and cool um oh, I, when i said okay google it set off my phone <laughs> so it's been recording us the past <laughs> yeah two it's been it's doing it right now too <laughs> <laughs> um so oculus has uh also uh pulled back the minimum spec requirement they've done something to allow uh slightly cheaper uh hardware as the entry level for VR. Okay. So essentially, they're getting it to the point where you can make a 599 PC and play VR with it. Nice. Uh, so that's kind of bringing the cost down. You're still looking at like $1,100 before you buy any games to get the PC. It's and basically what you're spending for a PlayStation Pro uh, and a PSVR. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. Pretty much. But, um, you know, still the PSVR is still a little bit cheaper than that. But obviously, you know, Oculus, the computer is oh. a little more... I'll bet you you can get those games on sale, though, and they're actually cheaper than buying PSVR games. Maybe. If people start supporting Oculus again. (laughs) Yeah, after the Donald Trump stuff with uh, Palmer Lucky. Um, So that is interesting. The Oculus Touch controllers, which allow it to function more like a Rift, but still not completely room scale, are coming on October 6th, or no, excuse me, December 6th, and they're... $200. How have they not made some kind of... Like, everything's motion capture, right? Like, they're using cameras, like, facing you as well as the headset itself with, like, some kind of accelerometer, right? Yeah. So how have they not made some kind of glove system with glowing fingertips to, like... 
That's essentially what Sony's doing. That's what I want. Like, I mean, you want a power glove? Not a power glove. It would literally just be. I'd look. I'd look like ET. I would have glowing fingers. I think Sony might be the first people to do that kind of thing because they're working on such limited uh, technology. But we can get to that. Yeah. shortly. So yeah, that's uh, and. So you can do full room scale as well with these touch controllers if you buy another camera to put in the room. Because the Oculus only comes with one tracking camera. Okay. So you need a second one to make it room scale. And that's another $79. So that's you've really gone from 1100 to 1300 to 1379 with no video games. Or maybe whatever the hell, Lucky's Tale, whatever the crap that comes with Oculus is. So, also, there's $49 in-ear headphones that you can purchase for use with the Oculus. I don't know if they really do anything special other than, you know. I just bought some Bluetooth headphones from my rewards points from my bank account. That's cool. <laughs> Speaking of in-ear headphones. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I think that was most of what came out of Oculus Connect. So, yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. More interesting stuff coming out of oculus and cool. the cheaper it gets for them the better it is for everybody so and then the other thing that we could talk about um playstation the embargo lifted on playstation vr uh, most gaming outlets have had playstation vr for the past two to three weeks i believe maybe a little bit longer yeah, than that i read at least one review and uh for the most part things are pretty mixed um, with the biggest issue being tracking. Yeah, it so, doesn't track behind at all. So, like, if you turn all the way around or something, then you're kind of screwed. No, it can, but the problem is that you, you're... Uh, so, you can turn all the way around because there are lights on the back of the headset. However, if you are blocking the PlayStation Move controllers or your controller... Well, that's what I mean. And yeah. that is a necessary input body. for the game, then the camera can't see it anymore. Right. So, that's the main thing is that they things need to like... have a camera that can see through people and it would be good. No, it's the second camera issue that is fixed with right. Vive or will be fixed with Oculus in the future, apparently. Um but because Sony is strictly using tracking, like I'm not even certain that their headset has a gyroscope in it, which is what allows it to be a cheaper option. Right. Uh, because they're just using the lights that are on the headset with the PlayStation camera to track things. So people are having some issues in terms of like um, your controller and or the world will kind of judder back and forth consistent like almost constantly as you are sitting there because the camera's having trouble placing everything which is making people really sick um but the there's a lot of kind of mystery around this right now because there are some people that have done firmware update because now the helmet will have firmware updates too mm-hmm. um there's some people that have done firmware updates and it's gone away. There's another dude who said that he contacted Sony about it and they sent him a replacement and it went away. Um, and then there are other people that have kind of like reoriented their room or turned off lights or other things like that and things have gotten better. Um, but so far, Sony has not officially come out. They came out and were like, these are the things that you need to double check to make sure that everything is good for your IR or for, for your PlayStation VR experience. But it's not like, um, it's nothing solid. Like, it, it, they haven't come out and said, we acknowledge that this is an issue. They said, here are the ideal conditions for PlayStation VR. Right. So they kind of talk about... An empty room with no chairs. Yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> have must have a VR no chairs, capable room. No lights of any kind anywhere. Don't shine anything on anything else. And you need a sensory deprivation chamber. <laughs> <laughs> No, but it, beware of the upside down. It's something like you need, <laughs> like the, they have an optimal optimal playroom kind of like dimension thing out there that's like nine by six feet or something like that. But I think that's mostly just to make sure that you have room to flail, interact, flail your flail arms and interact when, with everything. When like, a zombie jumps out, of you. yeah. Like the biggest issue that I'm going to see is that if I were to push my chair all the way back up against my couch, my couch has like a chaise attached to it. And if something falls and I need to pick it up, I will, like, ram my hand into the, the chase, which wouldn't be good. I'm sure it would be uncomfortable. Probably. Or you could, like, hit your hand into a bookcase or something like that. I, I've actually but, heard that 
it's it's kind of difficult. Like you have to really think about where your controller is before you put the headset on because it, oh it, yeah yeah because you some of those headsets you can see down a little bit mm-hmm. but with the PSVR you, you can't really well I've heard with the PSVR that you can. Because there are people complaining about if you have glasses on, then you can see too much space around you. Mm. You can also something that we well, didn't that's not what I heard. Something that we didn't experience <laughs> when we were doing the demos is that there's a button that you can hit that allows you to kind of push the headset in and out to bring it into focus. Mm-hmm. So I, my guess is you could push it away and easily see underneath you. Um, but you know, I don't know. I don't have one yet. So anyway, reviews are mixed. People people are saying that it's very wonderful hardware and one of the more comfortable headsets of the three. I, yeah, I right. thought it was really comfortable. Yeah, so, um, you know. I mean, I'll be honest. Mine's mostly going to be used for theater mode. Yeah. Just cause in, in, so I don't have to buy a larger television. Yeah. Theater, um, it's pretty low resolution, though, compared to using an actual TV. It's 1080p. Um, yeah. yeah, but it doesn't... It, Never mind. Don't knock until you try it, Brian. <laughs> uh, the other thing I forgot about Oculus Connect, they're also working on a standalone VR headset. So no phone, no... Like Google Daydream or yeah, whatever? Yeah, something similar to Google Daydream. So That's cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. PSVR reviews are out there. Uh, more information to come. Oh, speaking of Daydream, uh, if you purchase a Google Pixel right now, the new Pixel like Nexus replacement phones, mm-hmm. you can get a Daydream for free. Yeah, which and is their cloth headset kind of thing. It's an eighty dollar uh, otherwise purchase. Yeah, cool. How much is the phone? The phone itself is pretty pricey. It's like nine hundred dollars. No, or something it's cheaper. Like that? It's like six hundred for the lower okay. model. But even the lower models, it's a five inch screen, really nice. I, I love the Nexus phones. I think actually this Nexus Five X is probably the worst Nexus phone I've had. The Nexus yeah. Six was much better than that. The Moto Moto X twenty thirteen, which I consider a Nexus because it was developed with Google in hand, yeah. is the best cell phone I've ever owned in my entire life, hands down. Um, but the Pixel is, I think it's six ninety nine or, or maybe five ninety nine for like the Pixel, the regular one. The Pixel XL is coming out on Verizon, I think, only, and that one's a five and a half inch screen. But if you buy the Pixel direct from Google and through Project Fi, if you're using Google cell phone service, you get the Daydream for free. That's cool. Are you getting a Pixel? I'm considering it because, like I said, I'm not terribly happy with the the Nexus 5X here. It's just really slow. It yeah. has super low specs, and that's something I knew going into it, but it was a really good deal, and I needed a new phone. So yeah. um, I'm considering upgrading and just, like, biting the $27 a month, like, upgrade fee or whatever the hell it is and getting the Daydream so I have one. Yeah. Yeah, so can, but so I can sit in bed and watch Netflix. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the uh, main thing about the PSVR reviews is that I think people enjoy a lot of the hardware, but they are having tracking issues because Sony's using old tech to make it cheap. I imagine so, that you're going to be just lying in bed so much that your body is going to get like atrophy or whatever. <laughs> He's going to be the 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 people from Wally. I'll be fine. The jelly, like they, yeah. yeah, their bodies are basically jelly now. You guys are mean. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be the, the same fu- way. This so. is the future. You heard it first here. Yeah. It is the future. Midwest game nerds. Um, but yeah, that's really all that I had to say uh, news-wise, too. I've got a list of PSVR games coming out at launch. Yeah. Let's go over these. 100-foot robot golf. That sounds awesome. It, you can play it normally on PlayStation, but it also is VR compatible. Yeah, I assume Gojo is gonna like force me to. Buy I kind of want it. Like, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I like go- like I like. I only play Grand Theft Auto Online, so I go golfing. Yeah, like I love. <laughs> I love playing stupid golfing games. I always have Mario Golf, one of my favorite games on Game Boy Color. Yeah, big fan. Uh, Ace Banana. I don't know what the hell that is. Yeah, I, I think no it's something where you have to is. like shoot arrows at people trying to steal your bananas. Something like that. Yeah. Batman Arkham VR. I'm a little interested in this because I. One, it's done by the guys who've done the whole Arkham series, so yeah. I'm interested in how it's probably going to look fucking awesome. It's going to look amazing, and I'm assuming the story's going to be really good, and it's probably more of like a point-and-click adventure kind of thing. I don't think you're flying around as Batman because everybody would throw up. You kind of are, actually. But uh, I, like, I've watched uh, Giant Bomb play through it. My only reservation with the thing is that there's apparently only 90 minutes worth of gameplay. In yeah, it. see, that's not cool. That's so, how all the VR games are going to be for a while, I think. Yeah, and that, I mean, that's that's fair, but, you know... Uh, but that, see, that's, the, that's it's my also, concern. It's also $20, so if you have... That's not so bad. ...Google or Google Best Buy or Amazon, you can get it for 16 because right. it is a physical release, but... 
Uh, Battle Zone, which is the demo that I played at the PS demo. Were you pick it up? Like a lot I, of fun. I don't know. It, it was it was a lot of fun to play. It, it was a great way to experience VR. I think if someone is uh, well, I know that the system's coming with a demo disc. I don't know what's included on the demo disc. Yeah, it's probably going to be the same things that we played in the store. I um, think there's more than that actually. The the Battlezone game was a lot of fun in a very interesting way to introduce VR. I think just based on the fact that, like I like I said when I was playing it, like I kept trying to use the the thumbsticks to move the camera upwards, not realizing that I actually had to move my whole fucking head to like look. Yeah, it's gonna so, be rough when you're lying in bed. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so so uh, the only thing that I was thinking about picking it up, and I would definitely pick it up if you were going to, because there is an online co-op component oh, to really? it. Really? Yeah. So I'm kind of. There should be. And I probably is there need online to pick it up. versus. I don't know. I don't know. I missed opportunity. I know there's online stuff with it, but I, you know, I and also if I buy one and make Nick play it, he's gonna buy it just because it looks like Tron. Right. So that's the best (laughs) way that I can get Nick to spend five hundred and sixty dollars immediately. Well, the thing is, I would be. I'm curious as to what sort of other options for that there are like is there going to be like a light bike kind of game built into battle zone where you yeah, know like know. or is it or am i just sitting in tanks running around the same like I four think towns i think like, it's going to be tanks but it seems like with the online co-op thing that there's a lot you can there's a bunch of different kinds of tanks right to do so you can like there's actual team dynamics as of like oh i need a support type tank or like a heavy tank right. or a fast tank so that's kind of interesting. I wonder if they'll add flight to that's there are flying enemies because yeah, yeah, there's flying enemies, flying so tanks. Yeah. So uh, and Those then the other thing is jets. there's a lot of like up, there's a big upgrade tree to the Jet online Fly, flying tanks. The online stuff. The interesting thing about the online thing is that there's like a big. It's almost like a big risk field with hexagons in it. Okay. And Ooh. you are you you need to get to a certain hexagon, so you can travel in a straight line or you can go to all the other hexagons around and pick up the experience to upgrade your tank even more okay so it seems really interesting but so there is the, actually some depth to there's some game, depth to it saying. i think but the, my, my main issue with it is that it's uh retail is 59.99 yeah. it's only 45 well, minutes long too yeah that, that i mean there's probably not much of a campaign i would assume there's yeah. probably just like uh you know simulation tank fight battle blah 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 yeah. whatever and maybe so so here's what's on the de- i can i as you go through the list i'll say but battle zone is on the demo disc okay so i might try it out first because i didn't get to play that one and see how much i like it all right next one on my list here is bound which is a game that's currently out on playstation we talked about it a couple weeks yeah ago. it involves you being in the head of some dancing ballerina type of some sort i think this is a game oh, I, could probably- I figured it was like a vr bondage simulator yeah <laughs> pretty Damn. much yeah disappointed <laughs> Brian was almost sold. It's, it's called Bound, not Bound and Gagged. <laughs> but wow. I, this is a game I think I could probably yeah. They have a into. they have a ball gag that glows, yeah, it glows so it can so track. It, can it, track. it looks yeah. like the Move controller. Right? <laughs> you just have no. You just jam a Move controller down your throat <laughs> with the ball end sticking out. So okay, it glows. we can keep going here. Yeah, no, but, but anyways, Bound but, is a game I think Megan would be into because it involves dancing. But it's yeah. the sort of situation where I'm afraid to put the headset on her because she's probably going to do some crazy dance twirl and rip yeah. the whole system off the, <laughs> off the TV stand. <laughs> Or just make, you, make sure you set up a camera so you can get things from the YouTube. I'm, as, I'm assuming that the PlayStation I will be recording everything that happens <laughs> while it's just so. Like, well, yeah, it all goes directly back to Sony headquarters. Right. Too. They need to see how many people are jerking off <laughs> with a headset on. Uh, drive Theater Club. Mode. Drive Club VR. Also on the demo disc. That seems pretty cool. That will be fun. Um, R- racing games now, are perfect for VR. The now, people online were saying that if you can get a steering wheel and pedal shifter set up, it's amazing. <laughs> I'm sure it's pretty well, like, Yeah, I don't doubt it. Yeah. I want I want to do that. I wonder if Andy's setup that he was making is compatible with PlayStation or not. Because I know that he, had, he was going to build... I think like, it was just the, a monitor. No, but he had a monitor plus a... Plus a uh, yeah, yeah, steering like a, wheel and gas pedal. I wanted a steering wheel for a long time, but it, I just don't know how I could set that up. Yeah, they're also like four hundred dollars. Yeah, you basically are. have <laughs> to expensive. sleep in it, which has me thinking of you sleeping in one of those like car beds. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> you should just trade your bed for a car bed and get that whole setup going. Oh yeah, Drive Club VR I think is forty nine or thirty nine ninety nine, but I think it might be twenty bucks if you already own the paid copy of drive club okay so not the free one that they not gave the free away. one that they gave everybody right. but and i've heard that the full game of drive club is actually pretty good now that it's a full game right so i don't know 
Uh, Eve Gunjack, which I think is just, it puts you in the seat of a gunner in the Eve universe. It's weird because it looks like you're flying around too, but maybe it's more of a rail shooter. Maybe I didn't it realize. Must be. I've heard it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's another fifty nine ninety nine one. Uh, and then E Valkyrie. Also on the demo disc. That's one I'm considering buying because I want a game like that's that. That's the one that I tried yeah. and it was super cool. It's interesting. But I, I wonder how long too. it is. And, Do yeah. they have a barf bag attachment for the headset? <laughs> like... Just, <laughs> it glows and gets tracked by the I camera. I guarantee no, just, you, if you do too many uh, spins in that, you yeah, will you do throw too many up. barrel rolls. The, yeah, the barrel rolls d- did not make me feel good. They just got to make those Top Gun flight masks with a bag yeah. at the end of it. <laughs> it seems accurate though, because I feel like a real barrel roll would do the same thing to your stomach. Oh, of course. Oh, for sure. It's well, just it's it's kind of interesting that like just a visual representation is able to cause that kind of physical reaction. Yeah, you don't have any G forces acting on your stomach like you do when you're actually yeah. in a plane. But yeah, well, uh, you're in space, so yep. Yeah, so they're different. Uh, next is Harmonix Music VR, also on the uh, demo disc. There, do you there's know a game that called, one? There's a game not... called Nog G N O G that's also on the demo disc. I have no idea what that is, but there's not even a mention of that in my list here. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, the Harmonix Music VR is essentially Tilt Brush for Vive, where you can like paint and do things in the air, but you can listen to music and it interacts with it. There's a bunch of little mini games with it, and you can load your own music into it from okay. a USB stick. That's cool. But they, they were playing with it on the Giant Bomb stream, which is really good if people haven't watched it yet, but it is like six hours long. Uh, there, there's a thing that's called uh, Dance, I think, and they have a bunch of little figurines, and they all have five articulation points and or may, maybe six but at least they're two hands they're two feet and they're torso and you can essentially select one with a move controller and then move it to the beat and make them dance to the stuff that you're doing so basically yeah they made they made on giant bomb they made the robot like jerk off to the beat <laughs> and stuff and then so you can do all these things with these little puppets and make them dance and then you can set one up on the stage and then it makes all of them start doing it and it just looks like it's a lot of crazy fun but i don't know how much harmonics music vr is going to cost right as of yet so i don't know if i would pick it up or not but the de- it is on the demo disc so maybe check that out Next one is Hatsune Miku Project Diva X. Hatsune Miku. Hatsune Miku. Uh, it's one of those games with a Vocaloid in it, which is a robot that sings. Uh, no thanks. Yeah. It's it's a very Japanese game. I'll pass. I don't know what you do in it. Next. Uh, you <laughs> play with octopi and squid. No. There's, ten- <laughs> no. There's plenty Stop. of... Stop. Abort. Plenty of <laughs> no, tentacles. Go. That's a really <laughs> Next good... Next one. That's a good band name, Plenty of Tentacles. <laughs> Uh, Headmaster, which is the one where... I it, played that one. Yeah, that's like uh, hitting soccer balls or whatever and like targeting oh, them at specific... I thought you uh, ran a school or something. Uh, this Headmaster <laughs> Headmaster is also on the demo disc, so that's good. But, yeah, I might pick it up. The it, Lady of the Night Simulator. <laughs> 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 Moving along, the next one it's is called Here They Lie. Spiritual successor which I think to is Bound like a, and Gag, right? Yep, exactly. Here They Lie, I think, is like a puzzle horror. Yeah, it's kind of a horror-ish game. I, don't, I haven't seen too much on it, but that's also on the demo disc. So, And then Hustle Kings VR is the sequel to Headmaster. <laughs> I made that up. It's actually a, like a snooker pool simulator. Yep. Uh, which could be pretty cool. It's it's P- PSVR compatible, so it's it's built on regular PlayStation as well. Um, probably nothing too special in terms of VR. Yeah, I think other you have than to just pay like, a little upgrade difference, like with Drive Club, if you own yeah. the original game. And then uh, Job Simulator. Job Simulator is on the demo disc and something. Yeah, that sounds like fun. Like I need more jobs. Well, no, it's actually it's supposedly pretty cool. Although I've heard that the PlayStation VR version is uh, a lot more restrictive since it's on. It started on the Vive, mm. so you could do room scale stuff with the Vive, but with the PlayStation VR, you're kind of stuck in in one point. Um, they they just make you wash dishes instead of actually like running around in a kitchen. Yeah, pretty or... much. No, you're in an office and you can make copies of things. The copier will like actually copy physical objects, so you can put a donut in the copier and it'll be donuts. <laughs> you That's can the dream. You can, you can put your head in the copier and hit the copy button, and then it will make a skin. It'll like up, like just bring out a brain. I don't know. It's really weird, but it seems cool. Keep talking and nobody explodes. Yeah, that game's awesome. I've talked about that. 
I can't imagine playing that in VR. It was intense enough just watching you guys play it regularly. <laughs> oh, it, it's going to be sweet. I I'll, I might end up picking that one up. That seems like a enough of a draw right there to get for like Gojo to get it. Oh, uh, Gojo Gojo would probably buy one pretty quick. I don't I don't know. We'd have to get his thoughts. Uh, next one is called Loading Human. Yeah, Loading Human seems weird. It's it seems almost more like a. Um, Seems more like a tech demo, almost similar to Batman VR. Well, I think um, a lot of these games are really just like first-person story-style puzzlers kind of thing. Uh, yeah, and I think that's kind of what it is. It looks like there's a sequence where everything's on fire, and you have to put it out with like a fire extinguisher and things like that. So great. Uh, sports bar VR. Yeah, I think you can play darts and pool and stuff like that in a sports. I feel bar. like playing pool would translate very well to yeah. VR. It that'd could be fun. Yeah, and I mean, golf. especially if golf. you can use the move controllers to like control the cue. Yeah. That'd be pretty rad. Yeah. I think that yeah. But They're, playing darts in VR, like not so much. I'd rather just actually play darts. <laughs> well, one of the things and I did uh when I originally got PlayStation Move, which is the controller that you use with the VR, but it came out for PS3 a while ago. It came with a game called Sports Champions because everybody needed a Wii Sports clone. Right. But there was a Frisbee golf version of the game. That felt really good. Like, just throwing the frisbees and stuff like that, the physics of it all worked. Did so you ever think, accidentally throw your move controller? No, because I'm not an idiot. But uh, the, <laughs> You didn't break your TV? <laughs> nope. The, uh, so, if the physics on the darts are good enough, I can imagine it being okay. But right. I don't know. Uh, Super Stardust Ultra VR, which is... That's kind of a real shooter, isn't it? You've skipped or, over a few that are on the demo disc, but... Uh, I'm just going off of the release list that I found here. Super Stardust VR. Super Stardust is more like a uh, spherical version of Geometry Wars. It's a dual stick, oh, so, dual stick, uh, it's twin, like, sh- uh, twin stick shooter. It's like Res. No, not quite. No, because Geometry Wars is is you you're it's controlling like asteroids. Res is, is like a rail shooter. You know something like yeah, but it's around the cylindrical. No. It depends on the re- on the round that you're playing, I guess. But re- res is more open air. You're targeting things and stuff like that. Uh, Geometry Wars is is more along the lines of you're controlling. Yeah, you you control left stick is movement, right stick is shooting. You're shooting, so you can shoot all the directions around you right. and clear out. And so it's more like an asteroids clone. Yeah, it's like asteroids, oh, but it's you're like on. I said that you're on a planet. I don't. Nobody listens to you. All so right, I'm done. So the so the it's a VR version of that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I read somewhere that the Super Stardust v- Ultra VR, um, because of its upgrade to Ultra VR or whatever, they actually had to change the ESRB rating on it. Somehow. Really? Yeah, like it's the only game that's ever been changed after it's already been released. That's weird. That's yeah. cool, though. Like it went from being like for everyone to being everyone 10 plus. Mm. Yeah. Probably because they don't want. It probably messes with your vision or something. Well, yeah, shooting things in VR. Yeah. Next up, <laughs> they have so real quick on the demo disc, there yeah. is a there is a demo version of PlayStation VR Worlds. Which That's well, about I was going to say PlayStation VR Worlds is the next one on my list. Okay, so. you were going like alphabetical or yeah. something, so I don't know. Yep, it's alphabetical. All right, PlayStation VR. Yeah, so PlayStation VR Worlds was the next one on the list here. There's a bunch of different experiences in that. The London Heist is the one that I talked about on here. There's also like an underwater like. Dive, a, it's dive quest or something like you're that. You're in like or? a shark cage, basically Drowning going quest. down and observing things around you. Drowning and simulator. I think there's a few other That'd be things. Horrible. <laughs> you have to have someone standing by with a bag to put yeah, over your. They head. just have to waterboard you. <laughs> oh, there's a luge simulator. Ooh. That seems terrifying, <laughs> but awesome. So, so th- I think the way they were doing it on the Giant Bomb show, they they have a the, a couch in their recording room, and they made the guy doing it lay down on the couch. <laughs> so <laughs> it seems like it'd be a lot of fun. <laughs> but yeah, that would probably make me sick. We'll see. I might I might pick that one up. You're gonna get that for free because you're getting the bundle, right? For free, quote unquote. Oh, so, so I get. Do I get the whole VR worlds? You get all of VR worlds, yeah. Okay. You don't and just get the demo. The demo you get the demo disc on top of it. All Tight. of them get the demo disc, but only the bundle gets PlayStation VR worlds. Cool. They're selling it separately, too, so I might pick it up. Because the London Heist was a lot of fun. So, And it's only 40 bucks retail. Right. Uh, the next one is Res Infinite, which yeah. is PSVR compatible. Definitely buying it. 
Definitely uh, buying it. You can play it without PSVR because it is just an HD version of Res, but they've added a new area that was designed specifically for PlayStation VR because uh, the rest of the game was the same game that existed on like Dreamcast and then PlayStation right. 2 and then PlayStation 3 and 360. I was referencing the wrong game, not Res when we were talking about the other shooter. Oh. What's the one that came out on PS4? Why can't I think oh, of it? Oh, yeah. Uh, it's by the same people. It's called... Um, Rezogun or something? Yeah, Rezogun. Rezogun. Yes. So, you are correct, Brian. I'll acknowledge your knowledge here. Yeah, and that's a very cylindrical rail shooter yeah. yes. in a way. Yes, that it's one it. looks Similar. really cool. I want to play that. that. Is, and that's that game is really fun. And it's actually like that was one of the games that I was playing on uh, the PS Vita, like via remote, remote play. play. And it, it's like it's perfect for that. Resogun's really, really awesome. It's a lot of fun. It's yeah. hard as fuck too. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's super challenging. Uh, next one on the list is Rigs Mechanized Combat League. Well, I did want to say Res Infinite people are saying that Area X is the reason to play anything in VR. Really? Like, it's the the best thing that's happened on VR as of yet. So. Right on. Sorry. Uh, yeah, no, that's okay. Riggs Mechanized Combat League, which I'm assuming is going to be somewhat like, uh, uh, what's it called, Armor Core sort of stuff? Yeah, it seems Ooh. kind of weird. I want to I watch more video of it or something, and I want to wait for some reviews on it, but it looks like it's mechs shooting at people it, in arenas. Yeah fast as Armored Core, then you're going to throw up. <laughs> yeah, probably. Armored Core is pretty ridiculous. Yeah, we'll Armored, see. That's got to be one of the hardest games I've ever played. Playing. Armored Core 2 is one of my fr- favorite PlayStation 2 games. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. I played the fourth one, because that one was actually on 360. Yeah. But it was so hard. Um, Rise of the Tomb Raider Blood Ties, which is a, an expansion on Rise of the Tomb Raider. Yeah, I haven't seen anything on that. The game itself is coming out this Tuesday. I think. Yeah, and then this um, comes out on release day. Yeah, as which like I'm assuming this thing. is going to again be the same sort of like first person puzzler style like add-on where you probably have to solve puzzles in a tomb. It'll be interesting to see how it works because I believe the same story content that's in that VR chapter is coming to people who got the season pass on PC and and Xbox. Interesting. From what I understand, I might be wrong about that, but I don't It'll be interesting to see how that works and translates. Right. I I know literally nothing about it. So, next one is Super Hypercube. Yup. Which is done by the guy who purchased. Can't wait to do it. I actually uh, I forgot to talk about this, but the guys on the Cheap Ass Gamer podcast are super like negative on VR, even though they've tried all of them out. Yeah. And they were talking about their PlayStation VR experience, and the only games that they got to play were like. Ace Banana and something else. And I don't even remember what it was like because they were so bored talking about it. But I tweeted at them, like, you guys didn't get to try any of the good games. you got to try Super Hypercube, blah, 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 blah. And the guys, Coco Romi, which worked on on uh, Super Hypercube with Polytron, the guys who did Fez, mm-hmm. they favorited my tweet. Oh, nice. So it was, that was cool. Pretty cool, man. Uh, next up is Playroom VR. That one's free. Yeah, so that's like, it's similar to the current Playroom, which was all PlayStation Eye-related games that you use the controller with. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen anything on this one yet either, but I think it'll be fun to poke around in once uh, once we get them. Yeah, especially if it's free. Yeah. Like whatever, just play around. Uh, the Assembly, I don't know what this one is. I'm assuming just another first-person puzzler kind of thing. I have no idea about that one. Uh, I'll just keep going while you're looking that up. Thumper, which is PSVR compatible. Uh, Tumblr VR. I don't know either of those. Tumblr VR. Uh, I watched the Giant Bomb guys play this game. It's essentially like reverse Jenga. Okay. Where you are stacking objects to get up to a certain height. Okay. Kind of thing. So you get blocks. And there's. it's basically like a... It's a lot like a mobile game in that there's a three-star level. Like you can get bronze, silver, and gold depending on how high you can get with that set of blocks that they've given you. Right. So you have to pay attention to what... Your orientation. Yeah, your orientation of these blocks and things like that. But the other cool thing about it is that I haven't seen on any other games yet, and I don't think they have yet either, is that when you're playing PlayStation VR, you are getting the image in the headset, but there's also a social screen appearing on the TV so that people can see what you're doing in the game. Mm -hmm. With this game, there's a versus mode where if you hook... uh, The the player has to play with PlayStation Move controllers, but the, um, the... Somebody... 
outside of the VR headset can hook up a DualShock. Yeah. And then as you and the headset are trying to stack objects as much as you can to like get to a certain point value, they can take weapons... Like they can take a fan and set it up outside of your thing and blow away your blocks or shoot at them with like a laser. They get like timed weapons that get sent to them so they can actively interrupt what you are stacking. That's pretty cool. So it seemed pretty interesting. I think I might pick so that one up. So it's how to be a dick to somebody simulator. Yeah, pretty much. It's <laughs> griefing 101. Yeah, great. <laughs> but no, it, it looks fun. Uh, next one is Until Dawn Rush of Blood. I, I, I'm sorry, I haven't been following up on this. Uh, Res Infinite, Rigs Me- Mechanized, Combat League, Thumper, Tumble VR, and Until Dawn are all on the, the demo disc. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, Until Dawn seems weird. It's another rail shooter through creepy carnival games. Yeah. Essentially. And supposedly, like, characters from Until Dawn pop up here and there. But otherwise, it's unrelated to Until Dawn. Yeah. So I they're don't know just about adopting that one. the name. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. sign me up when they make the sequel to Until Dawn and it's VR compatible. That'd be cool. And it'll also be Makes the last you... game I ever play because that first one was scary enough without VR. Yeah. It'll it'll come with an adult diaper. <laughs> uh, volume Coda. No idea about that one. Volume's a game that's already out, I think. Is it? Yeah, this is some kind of add-on or sequel. add-on to it. Wayward Sky? Wayward Sky seems like an interesting puzzle game. It's not really first person. You're kind of like overseeing these things on like a... It's like you're looking at a building from the side and like a cross-section view of it. And you have character... Like a character is trying to get up to like the top level kind of thing going on with it okay so you're you have to assist that character into getting up and doing the things that it needs to do in the space that's in front of you interesting so uh, and the last one on this list for launch day is world war tunes yeah i don't know about that that just seems i think that's uh that's kind of like strategy esque like uh strategy style tile okay tile game All i right. can't talk right you, now but you're like a tiler like you tile yes you floors. tile strategically <laughs> So the assembly is first-person interactive story. It's out right now on PC, but it's coming soon on PS4, as we know. But okay. that's really all that I know about it. An interactive drama for mature audiences created from the ground up with virtual reality headsets. Mature audiences. Yeah. Ooh. Mm. Nice. Don't play that one with your girlfriends around. Um, the, or you. I mean... Yeah, that would just be awkward. Would it, though? <laughs> Uh, there's also something, so on the disc, there's two things that you didn't mention. One is Resident Evil 7 Biohazard Kitchen Teaser, which is how they announced Resident Evil 7. Uh, right, it's that initial, uh, demo that you played. No, it's a different one. Oh, it's different? Yeah, it's a different thing. Uh, so I think it's a very small little experience, nothing crazy. Probably not gonna play that one. It's, it seems creepy as hell. I might try it Um, out for four seconds. (laughs) And then there's another game called Within that I can't really find any information on because that's terrible search en- search engine optimization. Yeah. But. Anyways, so that's the list of launch games for VR. Again, I'll, yeah. I'll probably, I'm curious about Arkham VR, Battlezone, definitely, Drive Club, Eve Valkyrie. Those are the main ones that I'm interested in. I, I definitely, like, 100-foot robot golf sounds hilarious. I'm probably going to look into that as well. Um, and then, uh, the rigs mechanized combat league sounds pretty cool too. So yeah, I'm definitely going to pick up super hypercube and res infinite, uh, probably battle zone, PlayStation VR worlds, headmaster, wayward sky and tumble. I feel like I'm really just not into the whole, like, here's a little life simulator puzzle game of some sort. Like I'm not. Like I don't want to play games that are just like me walking around someone's house and yeah, and all all the games that I'm looking at are none of those things. Well, yeah, they're to all VR. Like it just seems be yeah, it just, it just seems like a that's a lot of what it is is just like storytelling and like puzzles. And I think that's kind of people trying to figure out the good uses of VR. You know, right? Other than like you got like trans. Translating our experiences as people in 3D space is the most directly applicable thing. Like, 
res is interesting because it's taking a, an already created experience and it's not first person in any way really and they're kind of allowing a game to happen around you so i think that's right. cool but it'll be interesting to see how people become like super hypercube is really interesting to me because it's not that you're a person doing things you are they're very subtly using the mechanics of a VR headset to craft a game around. Right. And uh, it's... It's those all are the, manipulating those, an object in space. Like th- Those are the things that are going to interest me the most, I think. So. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Right on. Where are we at time-wise? We are at uh, about an hour, so maybe 55-ish minutes. Total. Did you want to talk about retro games for a minute or no? Well, uh, I think it's something maybe we should just preview that okay. we might do at some point in the future. Yeah, so next lull in uh, game rele- releases, we're going to do something where we talk about some of the f- our favorite games in our past that we haven't really spoken about on yeah. on any episode previously. So Yeah, it might... It like, might, for instance, Alex has talked a lot about... Um, Michael Jackson Moonwalker. Michael Jackson Moonwalker. I've talked a lot about Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Brian's talked a lot about Star Ball Wars and Galaxies stick. and... The ball and st- the hoop, hoop and, and stick, the hoop and yeah. stick game, yep. yeah. where you run through a field with a hoop and, and you make pong. it and pong, yeah. And the one uh, back from his caveman days, where you just smash rocks, mm-hmm. rock um, smasher, yeah, 3D. rock smasher, three D simulator. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a VR title, isn't it? It is, yeah, it's on the <laughs> list. Um, it's by yeah, Microstoma, so we're, in Microstomia Studios, yeah, Microstomias. Anyways, we're going to do some kind of retro review or like a retro throwback where we talk about stuff like other games that we really liked. John's been trying to figure out a way to incorporate retro stuff into the show for a while. If any of you listeners have ideas regarding this, like if you want to hear us talk about old games or like revisit some games at some point, like by all means, like let us know because we're down to do it. I I had somebody building me like a Raspberry Pi emulator machine that was literally had like 15,000 games on it. Yeah. And I don't know what happened to that. I didn't pay the guy yet. So luckily (laughs) I've got that going for me. Uh, And our, 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 he probably thought this is awesome and kept it for himself. He he was building them for multiple people. Uh, our older brother said that we should talk about retro games. Yeah. Cause he's old. Mm -hmm. That's all he knows, right? Mm -hmm. He doesn't play any of these newfangled games like destiny. Nope. Yeah, but retro games, I, I'm down to talk about them if anybody has any ideas. So wait, does he have like a a steering wheel set up to play pole position? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, he was probably using it to he play... Had like some, um, he was a rally cross simulator of some sort, like a dirt rally auto, autocross simulator. No, oh, it was wow. like parking lot autocross, because he actually does autocross with oh, his, his okay. Miata. Huh. And so he wanted something to do autocross in the off-season and yeah. like just practice so he was creating like a full like like you know automotive rig with like a Ricardo like he could use seat. a VR headset well and I think one yeah. of the, the probably the most well no he's played Fallout 4 and stuff like that so he plays some newer he's, games he's on the up and up for the like he's not so much in the newest generation Fallout 4 is probably the latest release that he's played but I mean he was big in the 360 days I mean he was he played Skyrim like crazy yeah and so um, didn't play Skyrim he, he's what got me into World of Warcraft so yeah uh, you know. Sorry, but anyways, like if anybody out there listening has any ideas for what, how we can approach our retro gaming reviews or or throwbacks or however you want to do it, let me know. I've got a couple of ideas. One of which I think is more comedic for my own pleasure. But uh, if anyone you want to throw something at us, do contact us at midwestgamenerds at gmail dot com or feel free to shoot us something on Twitter at MGN Podcast or Instagram Midwest Game Nerds. Yep. Um, I think that's pretty much it for the episode. Yeah, I think so, too. Hopefully people weren't bored by Destiny and VR. Yeah, no, I mean, this is, again, kind of a filler, but hopefully we give it to you in an entertaining way that you want to keep listening. Yeah. Um, Don't forget to do all your Amazon shopping at amazon.midwestgamenerds.com. Sorry, no, that's wrong. Amazon.midwestpodcastnetwork.com. That's the link. Mm -hmm. It's not specific to Game Nerds. Nope. Uh, Alex... You you did the the um, keyframes for Fight Club this past yeah. week. Yep, keyframes series two wrapped up last week with my pick of Fight Club, uh, which was a lot of fun. It's on the film nerds. That. And then episode two hundred, which is our uh, our kind of um, last episode before we start releasing things a little bit less often, so that we can go and work on other projects like Westworld FM. And Willie and Tim recently announced on that episode their new show called Horror Movie Yearbook. Uh, go check that out uh, if you want to hear about it. 
But uh, episode 200 is coming. We're going to talk to some of our listeners, including people out in the Netherlands like you, uh, Tom, who's a fan of the Midwest Game Nerds. We're going to talk to him over Skype as well and bring that into here. Uh, Alistair Connell, who lives in uh, the UK, I believe, and has his own podcast called Films of Every Color, is going to talk to us. So we've got, like, I think five fans that we're going to talk to for, like, 10, 15 minutes apiece. And then uh, I've got ideas for some other stuff that we're going to do. But that's not going to be out this week. That'll be out next week uh, because we need a little bit more time to prepare for it. Right on. So Cool. But in the meantime, check out Westworld and listen to Westworld FM. Check out Westworld. Check out Westworld FM. Check out Preacher. If you haven't watched Preacher and checked out our other podcast, uh, Gone to Texas. Yeah, that hasn't quite hit Netflix or anything yet, but I'm kind of keeping an eye out for it. And Um, also keep your eyes out and ears out for the horror movie Yearbook, which mm -hmm. is Willie and Tim from the Film Nerds. That's their next podcast series that they're going to do, which sounds really interesting. Uh, they're going to go through specific years and discuss the cultural and uh, other other factors that impact the horror movies at the time, yeah. which is really cool. I think they should go way back and do like Nosferatu, by the yeah, way. Yeah, and I and I think they will eventually, but I think they're they're uh, they need to start in a more like familiar area and and expand outwards from there, which I totally understand. But I I think it's a great idea, and I'm excited to see what they do with it because those two guys are just something that else. That is man. a great idea. Yep. They're funny as hell. You get them talking. You get them talking about horror or wrestling, and uh, and you, they won't stop. Yeah, I'm expecting much. this podcast. Great. I'm I'm expecting the podcast to be about two and a half hours long. We'll see. I don't know. That's possible. I don't know if they're going to put a hard cap on it at some point, but I know like I've seen them talk about wrestling, and it went on for days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but anyways, thank you again, everybody, for listening. Don't forget to send us feedback. MidwestGameNerds at gmail.com is the preferred method, but we're also available on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, check out the support store on the website. Donate if you want us to talk about how cool you are. And don't forget to shop on Amazon.MidwestPodcastNetwork.com. We appreciate you listening. Check back next week. Not next week. Uh, in two weeks, and we'll be discussing Gears of War 4 as well as the PlayStation VR. Thanks so much for listening. Peace. Peace.